Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. All right, we are recording this on June 1st, 2020. The 10 year anniversary of Undisputed 3. Woo. We'll talk about Undisputed 3 in a second. Uh, for the history books, when you guys are looking back on this, um, the world is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we, you might hear some protesting in the background, but there's no avoiding that. So let's just move on from there. Sure. So, so Undisputed 3. Uh, why are we talking about the third movie? Now, I just learned today that it's the third movie. I didn't know that there was an undisputed one. Oh, the three two. didn't give it away. <laughs> oh, no, no, definitely not. No, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. I've, I've actually seen Undisputed 2, 3, and 4. I've never seen the first one. I heard that it's just a boxing movie. Oh, and I'm, I'm you know, I get a lot of flack from people who are big boxing movie yeah, fans. Yeah, I've seen um, Death Wish 5. Yeah. But, <laughs> what that was a terrible joke um but i i yeah it was <laughs> so i've seen all of them and um i gotta say this is probably uh like the most surprising series that you can um that you can get out of like uh, like any movie uh, franchise because uh it's it's one of those weird rare cases where every installment in a franchise gets progressively yeah. better and it's a low budget fairly you... low budget too yeah 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 um so yeah this is undisputed three uh what scott atkins has called the pinnacle of his career yeah I, I'm, I'm completely butchering that that but yeah he, he did say he's it's he considers that one of his biggest accomplishments nice. and i can see that yeah. it kind of shows yeah. yeah yeah i agree um yeah, uh, and the reason why we're talking about this one is because it's that fucking good. Is it? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I thought I was the naysayer normally. I, I thought I'm the one who whines and complains all the time. Uh, but no, but it's it is true on a on a fight choreography standpoint, it's probably one of his best. Uh, actually, uh, just combing through recent memory. I think it's probably the most impressive in terms of what he can probably do. Uh, but that that was until Boyka, mm. which is which is the fourth uh, the fourth movie. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen yeah. Boyka yet. I, I would really like to, uh, just because uh, I liked what he did in this. Uh, I can't say that I was crazy about the movie though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So the, that's the little asterisk I wanted to add to everything. Like this is the best. Scott Atkins action vehicle and the rest of the movies just nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. so uh let's let's I'm gonna get that uh, get this out of the way all right if you choose to turn it off right now you can <laughs> um don't watch the movie watch the fight scenes though what? the fight scenes are incredible 
Oh, well, okay, Mark what? Mark has a different opinion. <laughs> no, because, like, there's so many fight scenes, and it's a nice kind of progression throughout the whole thing that I almost feel like if you just watch the fight scenes, you're kind of missing out a little bit. Hmm. I mean, it, uh, it look, 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 plot, you. okay, like, mm, pretty stupid, and <laughs> but, like, the corniness of it all and everything, I like it. It accents the action, as ridiculous as it is. <laughs> Hmm. I don't know if I could agree with you there. Uh, the plot is kind of funny to sit through just because of some of the choices and direction that mm-hmm. they decide to go through. So this is a 2010 film, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't age so well in terms of some of the style that they uh, decided to go with. Um, we kind of mentioned this in the uh, Danny the Dog episode, where they uh, this movie incorporates a lot of those kind of like slam zooms. <laughs> And it has that like oh, yeah. swoosh sound effect to go along with That's it. That's why it's so to great. To kind of make it seem cool or interesting, but it just comes across as very cheesy. Yeah. Now and they they tend to overdo it, so it feels like parody almost. That's why I love it so much. Yeah. And it's like in those moments, it, like for example, the Colombian, when you get that zoom all of a sudden real close and he looks like a derpy giraffe like as if he just like <laughs> got stung by a bee or something like i don't know like there's something going on there like it kind of yeah. makes the movie a little bit oh, more okay. fun that's that's what i mean uh, well well yes yes yeah we, we were honing on the fact that sometimes we were laughing at the movie because of how like over the top yeah. it got yeah the editing was awkward you know like to a point where you know after a while you just start developing like nervous twitches <laughs> <laughs> as an audience an audience member you're like oh okay that was weird uh, okay i'm just gonna laugh because uh it, it was, that was awkward um and i love how you you say that the plot is you know <laughs> worthwhile to watch but you were no, the no, one no, checking no, out last night no well that was legitimately because i was tired <laughs> not because i wasn't interested <laughs> That's Up true. until about like two thirds of the movie, I I was all there, and then after a while, I was just passing out because legitimately <laughs> tired, not because of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. this is a tournament movie. You know, it, I I feel like you've seen one tournament fight film. You've kind of <laughs> seen a lot of them. There there's not so much. There there aren't so many things you could do differently to make it stand out. You know, you have to get the fighters in the mm-hmm. ring in a tournament bracket. So like, and then you have to kind of flesh out some of the characters while ignoring right. others. There's there's only so many different ways you can present a tournament film. I was hoping Jean Claude Van Damme right. would just pop in any moment during that whole movie, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, if we're talking about the tournament format, you've seen a lot of movies. Uh, this is that just but stripping out every like b plot c plot there is no subplot in this movie it's just the a plot there's, there's nothing else to it uh it's just there's a tournament yeah, and yeah, people you're are right. fighting and that's it the, the b plot would be them trying to grow up the characters mm-hmm. or you know make them chummy chummy but uh, it, escape it just doesn't work yeah there is a there is a slight escape off but yeah you're right there really is no B plot going on it, it's just right. okay what which is kind of nice it's like okay what's the essence they, they just need to fight and that's kind of it yeah well, well i think like enter the dragon like well, well there's a tournament but also it's about him saving or avenging his sister and then there's uh jim kelly's story and 
you know, and then there's Bruce Lee's story. You know, there's there's a lot of things going on here. It's just like, oh, well, we have a bunch of people who are going to beat each other up. Okay, but <laughs> let's try to let's let's just try to be fair here. Um, what is the plot really? Mm. I could I could take this if no one else wants to. Please do. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> I guess I'll take it. Uh, so Scott Atkins coming out of Undisputed Two. Rehab. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, he's coming out of uh, Unspewed 2 with a broken leg or uh, a not fully healed leg or no knee, I guess. Um, and if you haven't seen Unspewed 2, you really don't have to. Yeah, you, uh, you this don't. movie uh, like caps it off uh, pretty well. And I will say, Zero was saying this before, just to jump off that thought. Um, even though this movie takes place or was filmed. I released uh, three, four years after Undisputed 2 and is the third installment of mm. it. It's more 2000s than Undisputed than, than the movie that was preceding it. Because that movie like holds its restraint when it comes to the editing, uh, like, all the slam zooms and everything. It's like everything is just it's a lot more subdued. Mm. Here, it's like it's just full force. It's like nonstop, nonstop uh, like editing. It's like, oh, we got to zoom into this guy's face and then zoom back yeah. out. I'm yeah. sure there's some kind of correlation anyway. between, like, at the time there was a formula that really worked for movies, like, probably some Michael Bay, like, era timing yeah. stuff, you know? Um, so yeah. it probably worked, and they used that. But they did focus on the uh, fights a lot and put a lot of effort <laughs> there. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll continue this thought when we get to actual action. Uh, but the rest of the plot is... Scott Atkins, after being an asshole throughout the second movie, I guess he's still an asshole in this movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Zero is all about that. He, he's, um, he's still an asshole who, I guess, is kind of religious, and you only know that because of maybe a few scenes where he prays. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Yeah, and he has tattoos all over him. Yeah, he has tattoos all over his body, man. Mm-hmm. You, have, you you really can't pay not pay attention to his body. He is so you jacked sure? in this movie. My sure, what, sure what, the, like he was really. I mean, were you like, looking I at the women in this movie? Don't remember. I'm Mark. I have the movie on right now. Movie? Oh, oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> I give. All right. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So Scott Atkins now has, uh, I guess, come out like a couple years after Undisputed Two is trying to get back into fighting and he's still in the underground fighting or like realm but like his entry into it like leads him into a tournament and unbeknownst to him he gets uh tricked into doing hard labor Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh and if you lose in the tournament you are shot at gunpoint and that's the movie (laughs) yeah well yeah i guess one thing we could uh we could uh touch upon is that uh, he is fighting different uh, prisoners from around the world. So it's a world tour, yeah, yeah. kind of like Street Fighter. <laughs> choose your character. I like I the flags. Choose, uh, what's his name? All the flags everywhere. Uh, what's what's the character? Uh, Blanca? <laughs> Who was the Blanca yeah. of all of those characters? Uh, uh, Mar- Marco Zoror. <laughs> no, no, no. It would be um, L- Latif Crowder. Would be actually, yeah, Blanca. actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So look okay. Well, now we let's get to the ensemble cast because before Triple Threat, 
we have, uh, we have Undisputed 3, another movie that has just this large cast of, well, maybe not that large uh-huh. in comparison, but a pretty diverse cast of martial artists that we have here. Uh, if you know the martial arts movie world, you'll see a lot of actors who reprise, or not reprise, but they, they make an appearance in this movie, uh, like Latif Crowder being one of them, the Caporal guy. Epic dude. Uh, Af- yeah, like after Mark Dacascus, uh and only the strong. <laughs> Outside of that, like, the only time you'll ever see anyone do Capoeira in any movie or TV show is Latif Crowder. Brazil, Brazil. A- A.K.A. Ponytail. <laughs> Ponytail. Ponytail. <laughs> uh, yeah, Latif Crowder's in it. Uh, we, we actually have a couple names that I'm not too familiar with, uh, mostly because they do uh, stunt work behind the mm. scenes. Uh, we have Trajan Milanov Troy, <laughs> Radislav Paranov, and pa- Velazar P. No, Hook- sorry. I'm sorry. Hooked wow, on that's, that's over here. That's prison guard. <laughs> <laughs> and Boris. God damn. I'm trying to remember the other name. Uh, Dem- Demitar Joy. Um, I, I'm sorry. What are you doing? Here? Just stop. Are you, are you having a stroke? Fight- the movie on? has Look, other fighters. <laughs> No, no, no. I need to point these guys out. Well, you should, because... you should be pointing out uh, Marco Zoror. Well, yeah, we, I, I did. I did. Okay. Well, I want to point I these guys out because um, we they are they take on Latif Crowder, they take on Marco Zoror, and they take on uh, Scott Atkins in the movie. We also have Esteban Cueto. Uh, again, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, <laughs> and their choreography is, you know, just as good as the... Um, uh, you know the the lead performers, I guess, because you know they're even though they're not doing anything incredibly flashy, like they're hitting their marks absolutely perfectly, and that's that's uh, you know that, that that's why I give a little shout out. Uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, no, without a doubt. So basically, like yeah, well, as far as characters from uh, like you named the the actors, but like you have basically. A, a group of people from all across the globe right they, like you got a french dude you got like some middle eastern dude you got like some you got the brazilian dude you have the colombian you got the russian i think yeah. there's maybe like one more slavic dude in there um yeah. and we got a north korean fighter oh that's right yeah, that's right yeah. and you got the american yeah. and i think that might be it unless i'm missing somebody yeah, yeah that's yeah. about it yeah, yeah. A, ni- a nice mosh right, pause right. of people uh, yeah, right right yeah um and the only one that's not a martial artist or stunt person uh, it before the movie well uh, before the movie actually was uh you know made was uh the the second lead character michael michael shannon jenkins who plays jones Jericho. turbo um <laughs> yeah yeah turbo <laughs> wow I, I everything except the, his, his nickname um yeah, it, it's weird because he has two fight scenes in the movie, and he he get he plays more of like the boxing role, yeah, yeah. Um, like kind of similar to you know what you'd see in you know uh, I guess the first undisputed movie, but um, yeah, like his choreography again like is a lot simpler because he's not throwing any like crazy kicks or uh, crazy stunt work, but I mean like it, it's still impressive. I'll, I'll be completely honest because you know it's it's very hard again to have a non martial artists do complicated choreography in any way shape or form also because he's old 
well, we pointed that out, like, because he he was like forty, I guess, well, when the this movie was made. Like, he does not look forty. Yeah. <laughs> he looks that like, looks like really twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that body match. <laughs> uh, you're gonna notice that there are no women in this movie. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There was one. So you're gonna be looking at a lot of half naked men throughout the whole film. Nice. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> into it <laughs> always classic uh, all right well uh yeah so we have a really weird case with this movie because it, it's one of those rare cases where uh you have a lot of fight scenes in the movie but it's completely offset by how much story there is <laughs> that it makes it feel like there's not enough fight <laughs> scenes yeah, well, what so what happens is um, we get, like, glimpses of small fights, like, in the beginning. Like, they kind of set up this, uh, I, I guess it's, like, opponent for uh, Scott Atkins to fight. Uh, Psych- I think his name is Psycho. And, <laughs> and we, we, we keep on getting, like, brief flashes of him fighting some, you know, some rando. And it's there's not really any choreography. It's just showing that he's, like, overpowered and, like, brutally beating this guy up. And then eventually, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, Scott Atkins fights him, but it's it's like so short, you know, like it's it's hard to discuss the choreography when it's more story driven. It's just trying to show like, hey, uh, sure, Scott Atkins, uh, his knee has been kind of disabled, and now it we have to see if he's uh, he's healed it for this fight. Right. And um, how does he heal it? Uh, <laughs> he 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 uh, he does like leg lifts with like a bucket, with his mop bucket. Is that what he does? Yeah, yeah, yeah filled with water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the uh, story wise, he he's only in this. He's in the, I guess, like the the lowest level of prison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being an inmate, nice. <laughs> he's he's like uh, mopping the place. He's like a janitor there, like just cleaning up shit, literally. For everyone else, um, you know, just bottom of the barrel, really. Uh, so he's trying to, you know, make, you know, claim to be the best fighter again and claim his his title because um, he's so prideful and such. Uh, yeah, so he takes down the Psychoff, who is, I guess, I guess the the reigning champion of that prison, and that gets the attention of uh, you know the higher ups who send him to this tournament thing. Uh, but yeah, action wise, the one standout thing I, I want to point out is that Scott Atkins does his one of my favorite moves, which is a side flip into a sidekick. And um, Scott Atkins has said uh, via the Undisputed Two making of that he it's it is more difficult to do those acrobatic movements when he has to look that jacked up. <laughs> yeah yeah because he, he was he uh, put on a lot of weight yeah he was saying uh recently in the interview the one that you sent me that like um mm-hmm. it, he he can't be as nimble and as flexible when he has to put on that mask because mm-hmm. you know like you're not only are you jumping but now you're jumping with an extra like i don't know like 10 pounds or 20 pounds of muscle on you so mm-hmm. like I, I have to say the guy looks really really good in this movie mm-hmm. i haven't seen yeah. uh, i haven't seen two I, I think i saw like a few stills but like he looks like really really defined here right right it's funny because uh he he looks good in all three movies that he's been in and in the third well i don't want to talk too much about the fourth one but in the fourth one he's like 
39 years old and he's still doing like crazy acrobatics and here i am like just nowhere near his level he dedicated <laughs> so man. Like, i have no i have no excuse so all right, en- n- enough about me being jealous about his body. So, <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about your crush. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie just gives me all these complexes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, these well, emotions. Um, <laughs> so now that we were brought to the actual tournament area where we get introduced to the other prisoners, we have like a, a series of fights, and I. I, I thought this was kind of weird. It's like three or four fights that happen like one after the other. It's like yeah, yeah. You're and talking it, about the elimination like the, round. Well, the it, the right. the first uh, I guess the first bracket of this tournament. Right. Um. It, so we're at like the 30 minute mark now in this movie, and sure there were like little moments of uh, choreography here and there, but nothing really. Like now they're just like, all right, well here are four fights in a row or three fights in a row, yeah. and then just to jump ahead a little bit you're like oh cool we got a bunch of fights and then you realize oh my god there's like another 30 minutes of like no fighting and mm-hmm. i'm like oh why did they why yeah. did they pace it out this way it just <laughs> it, it like we were like we got all excited after those fights and then afterwards we we're just like oh no this is just gonna yeah. be more story <laughs> they they think like so yeah i mean i i guess um you guys didn't appreciate that but i actually enjoyed the fact that it was like <laughs> you did like i i kind of did because you have like this first section of the movie where it's like okay serious yet building up you know like you got a training montage in there you got quote-unquote training montage i mean he's picking up a bucket with his leg like all right whatever um you got <laughs> the introduction of characters you got the introduction of this idea of a tournament you got all of this stuff so it's like okay build up semi-serious a little bit of funny here and there okay cool that removed all of a sudden you got all those fights just consistently throughout you got so many fights like you said like four of them and then you got that half an hour of just like comedy story building but it never took itself too seriously which is why i don't think it was so bad because like come on like it was just so ridiculous in certain points like literally at one point when they were like breaking rocks in that comedic section they like uh turbo like in in the side uh shot there was a flower and i'm like hey it's the only flower like watch him rub that on his knee make some you know whatever whatever literally 10 seconds later he's like hey like this is an herbal plant like here you go like uh muddle this that's in later your... in the movie i know i know but like that's part of that half an hour stretch you know so like there's like these comedic yeah. like kind of i put character building in big quotations there um <laughs> <laughs> part before or after the fight scenes but oh, man. i enjoyed it and then you Should got more fight to... scenes Try to sell that to the listener right now. Like, I, know, right, got, I know, I know. You, no, you have like five yeah. minutes of fight scenes, really good fighting, but yeah. then you have to sit through 40 minutes yeah. where you there's nothing happening on screen. I think the quarantine's getting to me, so any like attempt at joy <laughs> and funny is great for me right now. I think I'm a little bit biased, and I think my okay. perception's skewed. <laughs> all right, all right. But Anything back to the fight scenes. The, the world on fire right now. <laughs> Well, uh, regardless of whether or not you like the rest of the movie, okay, yes, we do have three fight scenes. Three, actually four fight scenes 
like right next to each other and literally back to back yeah, to back yeah. because we're now we're kind of watching the tournament unfold in real time pretty much yeah and this is unprecedented for us because now we're just gonna have to rapid fire talk about that because <laughs> there's like there's no there's not like oh well and then this leads into the next fight scene it's like nope now we jump nope, to the next it's, one <laughs> it's just fight after fight after fight yeah this yeah. i was thinking about this going into this episode and i was like man like i i hate talking about fights in this kind of way because it's like we have to usually we break it up with okay this is what happens that leads us into the next fight but now we have to just I have to try and remember all the fights back to back to back. It gets really difficult. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. But again, that's not to detract at all from the fighting because the fight choreography in all these fights are pretty good. Uh, I, yeah. I actually, I, it's weird because Latif is probably uh, displayed as more, more of the more talented sub. Not well, he's not a boss because he's not like a bad guy, but he's like this. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's one of those like lower level opponents but he's so talented that yeah. he's like completely outshines everyone else in his class so this right. first well fight... i mean he he definitely steals his show because i mean capoeira is the more visually flashy and kind of visually interesting compared to what all the fighters are kind of doing like he's yeah. you know he's doing all these elaborate cartwheels and flips and tumbles mm-hmm. and everyone else is kind of using like very basic mma style moves like or uh kind of kickboxing type move so yeah i I think that was probably intentional to just make him stand out even more Mm -hmm. and he's doing them with such ease too like it just makes you think like holy crap how like this guy is so skilled this guy is so flawless in his execution throughout the whole fight scene it's epic and beautiful to watch oh hell yeah uh yeah we're gonna have another fight with latif later in the film but i i just well this is our introduction to him which is weird because He's not even a main character at all, but we get, you know, we have a whole entire fight scene all day. You you wish he was a main character. Yeah, kind of. That's yeah. that's you know because he's far more likable than 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 Turbo. Thought <laughs> 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 he was really annoying. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, you were saying this about you know like yes, the other fighter uh, who Latif uh, takes on like does like some you know MMA and and it's it's interesting because latif is also throwing some like grappling moves and some punches and that's not that's atypical of capoeira you really don't do anything outside of well not that you don't do anything but like you you rarely see punches in capoeira it's mostly a kicks and flips um that's just their style and latif is actually like throwing them as well to like incorporate in his choreography it's kind of interesting and like he does his takedowns as well um you know like I love that move where he he uh, throws uh, he he puts a like his opponent in an arm lock, throws him to the ground. Uh, well, he throws him, he puts him in an arm lock in mid air, throws him to the ground, and then while the other guy's on the on his back, he's trying to deliver a knee to the face, but mm-hmm. you know the the opponent blocks uh, like blocks just in time. And I think that's uh, that's pretty uh, like what you would see in an actual fight, you know, uh, like the UFC and such. Minus the acrobatics. Yes. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> like, what are well, you talking I mean, about? <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm, what I mean is, like, you're, you're going to see more, like, fainting and blocking and more grappling moves. And, you know, that's that's more typical. And But, obviously, this is way more flashy, you know, for cinematic purposes. Right. One of the things I wanted to touch upon that I think this movie does really well is uh, their incorporation of the grappling and MMA-type uh, moves. Uh, because for me personally, I, I tend to not like 
grappling in fights so much because I feel like it really slows down the pacing. And the way they did it here, I thought was really smart is um, whenever they would get into like grappling sort of moves and both guys were on the ground, they never lingered on these moments too long. Like they always would get out of them really quickly right. and or or they would get out of them in like a flashy way. So it kind of kept that momentum going. Like uh, just to jump ahead a little bit, uh, like whenever Scott Atkins would get into grappling moves uh, in his fights, like he would always like kip up yeah. to kind of keep it uh, exciting, visually yeah. exciting because they, they were just... Yeah, they were just on the ground. He kips up, and then they start going into more like of the uh, visually flashy moves. I was like, oh, okay, great. You know, like you get the lull with them on the ground, but then immediately they, they start bringing it back up. So right. I thought they did it really well here. Yeah. I think Boyka <clears throat> learned his lesson from Undisputed Two, which is don't don't grapple with anyone because you're gonna get your leg broken. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we we we're we're showing you. Know, like towards the end of the fight, we we see um, Latif just just brawling it out. You know, he's just throwing like haymakers and, and and just you know jabbing and crossing the dude into in the face. Uh, you know, so yeah, we we get some some stuff I wasn't expecting from Latif because if you've seen the Protector or or uh, Tekken, yeah. <laughs> uh, Zero's favorite movie, uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll... I haven't seen it. Yet. <laughs> it will be your favorite movie. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, like you'll 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 know that they use Latif for his caparar. So yeah, it's surprising to see that you know they they try to incorporate different types of choreography for him in this as well. But yeah, that that's my two cents on the first of four fights in succession. <laughs> also, I just realized that it was him. So it was Brazil versus Greece, and I said he was Middle Eastern. So I'm gonna get hate comments, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can always uh, pretend like you didn't say it. <laughs> uh, there is one, me being a nitpicker, there's one continuity error with this fight. Uh, <laughs> there, uh, There's a shot where Latif kicks, uh, like does a, a teep towards, uh, well, they don't call it teep in Capoeira, but he does he does a push kick towards his opponent and the opponent like lands back at the, the, uh, the ropes and you see his chest is all bloodied up really bloody and then mm-hmm. it goes it it cuts the wide and his sh- chest is completely clean <laughs> like nothing nothing there it's like why why put that in there but okay Gee, whatever geez well you're gonna get like a production assistant hot fire <laughs> <laughs> 10 years ago <laughs> hire me for undisputed five <laughs> hopefully they're better by now <laughs> well uh let's see what's next we got uh well now we have uh, usa versus croatia <laughs> yeah so now we ah, have that's um, the other slav <laughs> ish <laughs> you can say you can say that because you are on i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> the listeners Hashtag don't know you're chinese <laughs> yeah i know exactly <laughs> so uh it, this is interesting so uh like i said before uh michael uh, michael shannon jenkins i gotta, I gotta memorize that name he uh he has call him turbo well the, well i want to talk about the actor he's not a martial artist so we get a dedicated fight scene just for him um and if you told me he wasn't a martial artist i a part of me would be a little surprised because yes it, this this fight scene is simple but like in terms of the choreography but it's you know like i would be convinced that he he, he kind of sells the boxing 
but then again i i'm not a boxer you know like i've taken a couple classes and other things and but i wouldn't say that i'm an expert in in terms of like what you know like authentic boxing is um yeah well how's that boxing coming during the quarantine uh (laughs) i'm in my boxers does that count Ah, there we go perfect anyway (laughs) yeah no i i agree with what you're saying like uh, if you watch the fight you would not really know like Mm -hmm. that he's not a martial artist um but if you think about it though uh when i was rewatching this i noticed that he doesn't throw any kicks he's 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 simply throwing Mm -hmm. uh you know punches and then doing a lot of blocks with his elbow and i think and this is just me speculating i think because he wasn't a traditional martial artist or a trained martial artist they (laughs) they that's why they gave him that kind of special move yeah, I think oh, it was you Zero that said it. I think it was Zero that said it during the movie, where it's like the Ipmon special. What? What? He is like he a... like puts both hands like kind of in front of his eyes. Yeah, and it, I don't know why he does it, and then that causes him to kind of power up. He gains bit. all the spirit energy. And he's making a spirit bomb. It's Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> and he gets powerful. It's, I knew it's, one know, of us was gonna sane. make a Dragon Ball Z reference <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, it's it's funny because like he, well, what he does is like he puts a high guard up where he's covering his face, but what that actually does is it obscures his vision. So I don't understand yeah, what he's trying to do. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, what what what? Well, it, it, sorry, go ahead. I was, so I was gonna say it causes the opponent to to come in and then just kind of start wailing on him, but he's blocking everything. And then what you'll start to notice is he's kind of blocking with his elbows, and he's you know causing pain to the other guy who's trying to hit him and that's how he defeats the opponent apparently yeah 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 (laughs) that's exactly it um i think that they gave him the uh well one because the actor can't you know can't you know doesn't know actual fighting in real life but uh also he's from the usa so you know what does Mm. the u.s what is the u.s touted for they're touted for their boxing so you know it's it's you know it makes sense i guess um, but what doesn't make sense yeah. is like <laughs> if he just has his high guard up like that that shit has his weaknesses through just just throw an uppercut it's like that well it's really exposed. weird because we get the POV we get the POV of him mm-hmm. of his hands in front of the camera yeah and it literally obscures our vision as the viewer yeah. so like wh- you're just thinking <laughs> why are we like putting ourselves at this disadvantage yeah it, the it, only time it doesn't obscure it is when he does the typical or uh classic like, come, get over here kind of thing. come here with his <laughs> yeah. fingers yeah oh wait so this came out in june of 2010 was this before or after it man 2 maybe they got influence from it man 2 right I'm right, fight, right. Uh, where uh, uh donnie yen is attacking uh twisters Twister. biceps <laughs> yeah so like disable the opponent while you can uh, yeah. i don't know that I, I totally had like these it man 2 vibes from this for some reason same same it's quite possible yeah even though it's not really the same uh but okay (laughs) yeah sure sure. yeah and i mean there's some things in here that don't i mean you don't see in traditional boxing well you know like because you can't hit in the back of the head so he just instinctively knows to use his elbow to block the back of his head when his opponent's striking but then like but then i'm also thinking like why isn't this opponent just attack his lower body (laughs) right because like that again well he does he does throw kicks in every now and then but yeah, like I guess it's 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 just such an odd pairing because the other guy is throwing kicks, but he's always throwing high kicks. Yeah. Like it, 
<laughs> like he should have just been throwing low kicks <laughs> and just completely disabled him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's weird to see boxing in a uh, well, no, that's not true because in in Ip Man 2 they kind of made it work. And Ip Man 3. <laughs> they they I, it meant three. No, I, I believe they made it work in it meant three. Yeah. It, it's a little more, you know, uh, fantastical. Uh, well, a little more, a little too much wires sometimes, but uh, right. Yeah. Any anyway. Right. Well, well, not not. I'm done shitting on this particular one because I actually do still want to give uh, uh, the actor Michael Shannon Jenkins. I remember this time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not totally looking at my screen right now. He, I want to give him yeah. props because again, he's not trained in this but he sells his choreography because ha- like yes it's hard to throw certain moves and acrobatics but it's equally as hard to dodge <laughs> certain kicks that are thrown your way if you are not trained for it you know and making uh, it look real too and looking, at that. yeah exactly exactly he he looks makes it look like he's just dodging it with the you know the skin of his teeth and you know that's yeah. that can be you know tough for certain actors like if you aren't trained for it you don't have split second timing you're getting smashed in the face or he's literally just trying to survive and he's just taking it the whole way through and he's pretending it's acting <laughs> hey he was a but soap no, no, opera no, no. star but no. before this so but props to him no for sure all right so now we finally have not finally but we have a lot more fight scenes in this movie well now we move on to scott atkins fight russia uh, versus uh france if i remember correctly. yes yes um yeah it's, uh, it's weird yeah, i don't remember too much that i want to say about this one it, it, it's like uh, it, this is just kind of like to establish that scott atkins is gonna be moving on in the bracket <laughs> because like we get a <laughs> lot better fights going forward uh he th- he throws this one move and i was watching in the in the making of you just see scott atkins like doing these um these bicycle kicks leading into a round kick and watching him doing in the making of like it's he makes it look so effortless and then watching him do it in slow mo, actually kicking a guy, <laughs> it's yeah. it's like how how talented is he? <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, I, I will never get to that level. <laughs> <laughs> Look, stop comparing yourself, but <laughs> but yeah, they're beautiful moves, and you can see the contact. You can see how perfect that is. It makes you wonder how many times he had to redo that particular move to just get it right. right. And you know that. I mean, this early in his career, well, relatively early in his career, um, he probably didn't have like a lot of stunt doubles that, and he wanted to do all of his action and stuff yeah, like that. So yeah. you know he was committed to this all the way I'm through. I'm pretty positive through. he did all his own stunt work in this right. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so. like uh, there were the uh, the direct. I think it was the director. Oh, no, no, it was the fight choreographer, uh, Larnell Stovall. Um, he mentioned that like everyone else, you know, like they do. You know, obviously, we have a lot of studded martial artists here, but you know, Scott Atkins is a tricker, or a taekwondo master, you know, a black belt. Uh, you know, it's like this is like comes second nature to him. Like he literally just like tell him to do this, and he'll just fucking do it. <laughs> like, that's how simple yeah. it is for him. And it's weird because Flawless. like in this fight, the simplest move is the one that impresses me the most. It's when they take it to the floor, and like you were said, like they don't they don't stay on the floor long because you know cinematically that's boring. You want to stay on your feet because you know there's a lot more entertaining things you can see. Um, so they're taken down on the floor, and because they're right next to the ropes, Scott Atkins just propels himself 
He just pushes himself off of the rope. Oh yeah, I, I I remember liking that moment. Like I I didn't catch it the first time, but uh, I was like, oh cool, yeah, he's he's using the ring. Yeah, yeah. that that. There, I don't know why the... I like it so much. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. There. Yeah. This fight. This fight is like it's weird. Like in terms of choreography, like there it, there aren't any there aren't too many interesting like combinations mm-hmm. I'm seeing. There are lots of nice bigger moves here. Uh, he he does like a triple kick on the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he he caps it off with a double kick, and then he does he does this really weird move. I'm not, I don't know how to describe it. He jumps backwards onto his upper back. Mm-hmm. It's and a suicide then his kip-up. leg. But you can describe it for people who don't. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he jumps backwards onto his upper back, and then his leg goes over his head and hits the guy behind him, mm-hmm. who is also on the ground, and then he kips back yep. up after that. It's it's. So, it's so impractical. Like it looks like that actually hurt him <laughs> when he does it, but it does look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, doing that move, if you don't do it right, you will hurt yourself more than anyone you're going to be kicking. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, you're going to hurt your upper back, and then it, because he has to put the force, like it, it feels like he could really hurt his foot right. by doing that by hit by hitting the other guy. Yeah, yeah. And his knees already messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true it's funny because it's, it's his right knee but he's doing like his 540 kicks in this movie with his right leg like yeah i don't know <laughs> that seems like it would just damage it some more uh he's the jean-claude van damme <laughs> the right uh yeah like he i mean he, he still shows off some like, crazy athleticism because like we have this i don't know if i want to say it's uh un like uninterrupted cut because I can't really tell because we get this really annoying slam zoom, slam out. Uh, we slam out uh, after Scott Atkin does a 540, and we have the foreground opponents getting off off the floor, and then Scott Atkin does a flash kick. Now, if that was one continuous take without edits, I think it would be yeah. more impressive because, you know, doing dangerous moves in succession are what make things more entertaining. It adds some risk value. But when you you put an edit in between it like i can't tell if it, if it was like one continuous take but that is remedied in a later fight i want to talk about so <laughs> i don't want to be a dead horse so uh, i i'm done with this one and we have like 50 more fight scenes in this movie well he he basically he basically finishes them off though with uh <laughs> freaking just slamming both of his legs into his chest and propelling him onto his back pretty much giving kick. him a cardiac arrest yeah and then he's done <laughs> mark when we were watching this movie much earlier mm. like much earlier in the film we get introduced to uh the colombian and you were shocked <laughs> you're like oh shit <laughs> now explain to the audience i had the quickest reaction i think i've ever had in a movie that we've all seen together now explain to the audience who is the who is the colombian Ah, the Colombian uh, is also known as Kiltro, uh, which is another uh, <clears throat> fantastic film. I am, uh, hmm. what did I say in that podcast? <laughs> uh, About the movie? I don't know. I don't know. I can't reiterate your opinion on that movie. <laughs> what i w- what i want to say about it is that uh marco zoror is way more villainous and creepy in kiltro than he is in this movie and he's oh, not even he, he's supposed yeah. to be the villain in this movie uh he just looks like a weird like 
drunkard, like on LSD, like well, he's supposed to be I don't jacked, even know uh, what he's stuff. on in this movie. He's like, I, know, I, I, I actually looking back, like it's been a while since I've seen this movie, uh, but uh, looking back, I like the little character nuances he's doing, and yeah. maybe nuance isn't the good, the best word. Like he, he's he's giving that kind of Latin. A cocky flair to to mm. his fighting, and uh, in in addition to his character, like he never has his hands up; they're always kind of like at his side. Like he's never, he doesn't really yeah. uh, have his uh, his fists up, yeah. uh, and it always seems like he's dancing. And I, I really, really like that. He he gave this weird kind of grace, and but he looked, he was also really cocky about doing it. So you kind of hated him <laughs> for how he didn't take the fight so seriously because yeah. he knew he was going to Well, win. yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, well story-wise, yeah. the, the whole system was rigged in his favor. So, you know, he also has yeah. that in, you know, to his advantage so he doesn't have to take it so seriously. Uh, but... To go back... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. Go, 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 go. No, yeah. well, I was, I was just going to say that his... <laughs> I was going to say his footwork were very reminiscent of, like, Bruce Lee because Bruce Lee, obviously, like, like when I saw that particular shot that Zero was talking about and he was doing all that footwork and it was so smooth and elegant, it um, reminded me a lot of Bruce Lee because there were times in old video clips and in his films it was, like, the shot was kind of similar. There was focus on that. It was, like emphasizing like look at me i'm light as a feather like i could do anything right now and they kind of actually really portray that well in that shot mm. with i'm just gonna call him kiltra because i like that name so much <laughs> but the colombian um so uh they really did it so well and that that whole thing made me feel like i was watching a bruce lee movie for a moment and then also i really like the cross-eyed weird stare that he does every so often which just <laughs> takes me out of the moment but anyway well onward <laughs> well um it, it's 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 funny because uh we're, we're talking about what he like watching kiltro uh we get a small snippet of what he could do even though the whole movie is dedicated to marco zoror but it's it's so hmm. tiny it, it's it's such a but yeah. then we get way more of what you know marco zoror can do like acrobatically and and you know like martial arts related in this one movie and he's not even like a leading character but you know it, it's, it's a good demonstration and also like it shows that someone who's really tall and i i don't want to say lanky he's not lanky at all he, he's he has a build uh for someone of his physique like he can you can be very nimble um and you can pull off moves yeah. that you wouldn't expect someone who's that um again not lanky but like that tall to to do because like you want he is he's just really tall like he looks yeah. he looks lanky because he's not as like uh he, he doesn't have as much muscle muscle mass compared to scott right. atkins so I, I can see what you mean he kind of does come across as a little lanky and then because he doesn't ball his fists he kind of like flail flails right. his like fingers and his hands so yeah. it kind of adds to that lanky mystique. oh my god there's we're gonna keep doing street fighter comparisons he's vega <laughs> I was oh, gonna say that. Yeah. I was gonna say if they did Street Fighter, it, he should have been Vega. He, I, th- I felt that's, like he would have been perfect. 
That's why he's he kept got on that, mentioning he's got that it. Attitude. Oh, that's why I kept on mentioning it throughout the film. There's so many comparisons. Yeah. But um, he does this actually like hunched thing that he does that makes him also look very lanky. Mm-hmm. Um, where it feels like if he actually straightened up his back, he'd be like a foot taller. Oh, yeah. So it looks like he's <laughs> smaller than he is, and that kind of gives the impression of him being like this skinny, wobbly kind of guy. Um, he's gumpy. Not to mention, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But not to mention, in, in Kiltro, and this was, uh, what, three years before, he actually looks more massive. Right? Like built, yeah, brick kind of dude. In this movie, it just looks like he lost, like, 40 pounds of muscle mass. <laughs> like, it just, <laughs> I, I'm right. getting that he vibe. Look, he did look better, bigger in Kiltro. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. I don't know if he, points. like, gained all that for, like, the kind of character he was going or whatever in Kiltro, but, like, he looks different oh, yeah. and then with the mm-hmm. additional facial hair and everything it just throws you off right you know, that's why i was so excited if he, if he kept his build from kiltro and you know and, and kept it for this movie i think it would have been perfect because you know yeah. it, i, I want to say like just from appearances if you take any stills from the final fight between spoiler alert final fight between marco and scott atkins <laughs> uh you know it, it's kind of it's kind of off-putting because you're like you have this you have uh, Scott Atkins, big dude, and you have the opponent who's not, you know, not as big. And we don't need to see that in a fight, but you know, it. it, it but you see that he's capable. It's kind of, of like, it. right? It's kind of like fight expectations, though. You always kind of expect the bad guy to be bigger, right? Well, that's yeah. And even though even though he is taller than Scott Atkins, Scott Atkins definitely has more mass than him. I mm-hmm. feel right, right, and. Um, Oh, what was it? What was I about to say about uh, but Marco? Fuck! Oh, I lost my train of thought. All right, can someone continue? He's Colombian. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a really funny moment in this fight where he does this weird fainting to like psych the kind of like psych the guy out, where he it, it looks like he picks up his knee and he spins, and you think he's gonna throw like a like a round kick. But then he just keeps on spinning and keeps on picking up the knee. So he's just kind of twirling so, towards yeah. the fighter. And then he never throws anything until like uh, until like a couple spins later. And you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> so in tricking the, the well, I, well, Capoeira, I think they call it a, uh, an Autobahn. So you're like, yeah, you, you keep on fainting. But he does it like four times. <laughs> Normally you that's, do it like that's once. That's a German road. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a highway. <laughs> oh my god you're right <laughs> oh you didn't get no, that <laughs> you're right that's awesome uh, oh so the the one he's fighting in this this oh yeah uh, sorry before i lose my train of thought again uh about marcus Zoroy's build and we're gonna keep harping on this um it's a good thing that the plot establishes that he's like juicing himself up or like taking steroids too because I don't buy that Marco Zor can take as much damage as he does. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. like, uh, the one who's fighting in this fight scene is uh, Ilram Choi. Ilram Choi being the stuntman for the Amazing St- Spider-Man. Uh, you know, he's been in the game for a very long time. And I wish he was. I could name more movies with him in it. But, uh, you know, really talented uh, tricker and um, you know, stunt person, tricker... Uh, that's a trigger or taekwondo, you know, you know, style. That's what he's doing in this fight scene. Uh, it's showing taekwondo, which I believe is a South Korean martial art, even though he's representing yes. North Korea. North Korea. 
I mean, whatever. I mean, it's pre. It's technically, still, it's yeah. pre-war, but then it's been mostly yeah, cultivated true. in South Korea. Yeah, yeah but exactly. I saw. Okay, maybe that's why he lost this fight. <laughs> oh yes i i, I gotta go guys <laughs> i'm i'm sorry how many north korean listeners do we have right now <laughs> um yeah right but like he there's one moment where uh, ilram Choi delivers a jumping spinning back kick now if you've ever seen joe rogan throw a, a spinning back kick that shit is fucking powerful now you add a jump to it that is, uh, that's fucking lethal. But Marco's Roar just takes that to the chest like nothing. But because he's lanky, again, I'm not trying to body shame him, but, but uh, you know, like if it weren't for the fact that they established in the, the story that he's, uh, you know, he's taking something to uh, withstand punishment, I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> mm, yeah. Anyways, uh, all right, just going to move on from this, this, this body shaming thing I'm doing right now. <laughs> Um, oh, do you want to get to the plot? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so I was watching the making. <laughs> I was watching the making of for this uh, for this movie, and there's one moment where they're showing Ilram Choi and uh, and uh, Marco uh, performing, you know, for this particular fight scene. The same exact moment where uh, Marco is doing a B kick to avoid a 540 kick from Ilram. Like it just it just barely misses him in the head. And the way, the way that's shot in the making of looks way more interesting than the shot that you see in the movie. Because if you don't pay attention to it, if you blink for a second, you're going to miss it. It's not framed correctly. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that moment. It's because, um, yeah, uh, the, the Korean fighter, he's, you know, he's like in front of the camera. So it, it, it's almost like it's obstructing. But I, I know what you mean. Like, I always thought like, wow, they, they, they were really close when they were doing that, uh, that's that moveset. Yeah, but you will only notice that if you watch the making of, right? No, no, I, I picked up that they were really, really close because, like, what happens is, uh, you know, the camera has to kind of uh, truck in when they do that move because they they need that space. But uh, I, I guess you were seeing it at the different angle. Mm. I, did, I didn't uh, watch the making right. of. Well, I mean, the making of it's just a wide. It, it's a profile view of it. It's not like it's not that yeah. foreground background effect that you're you're talking about before. Um, and I, I guess they're trying to throw us into the fight, but I, I would have preferred if we had it from more of a side view because, you know, crazy mm-hmm. acrobatics. I don't really, like, you don't want to see that up too close. It's like that elephant effect. Like, if you're standing too close to the elephant, you don't see the elephant. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, I guess that's my full yeah, no, no, analogy. I, I, I completely agree. Uh, whenever you have these kind of flashy moves, if you if you don't do it in wide, then you have the danger of being like, well, I don't know what I just saw. Right. You know, there's too much complex, there's too much obscurity with your vision. So why, why even do it right, like that? Right. That's true. Um, well, how does this fight uh, end? Marco just pummels him in the face. <laughs> and we get our we get some cuts to i guess viewers around the world and we get to see the first women in the whole movie <laughs> that's it because there's no women in this movie yeah, yeah. okay i just felt like pointing that surprisingly uh, yeah no love interests no female side characters absolutely yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah and that you know like you really don't notice it too much but uh, well, you didn't even notice until like we are in prison. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's true. They are in prison. <laughs> no conjugal visits. I mean, it makes sense in the plot, in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> like, and they're 
I don't even know. Like part of the time they're in like the gulag or whatever. So like, yeah. Uh, Marco throws this corkscrew uh, towards the end of the fight, and it's uh, he's so like such a large person that it's like I, I'm I feel like I'm watching like a, a black hole in front of my eyes. I'm like I never thought I could see something like this. Because <laughs> it, it's it's like he's doing it, and he's like he's really doing it, and it looks so impressive. But it's like it's like seeing Bigfoot. <laughs> it's it's so hard like to imagine someone you know because the the bigger you are you know like the harder it is to pull off some the, the impressive move that he does and it, it, you see his face you know that he can do it it's impressive yeah totally. yeah so that's the four fight scenes that happen in a row <laughs> and then back yeah. to back to back and to then back i guess back. mark loves the next what 20 30 minutes of story okay oh, oh, <laughs> something like that please now long story short uh basically no long story long we find out that uh no long story long yeah, yeah. um all of a sudden uh jesus uh turbo and uh boyka uh are hammering at rocks they get into an altercation because of the altercation they <laughs> go to um solitaire Solitary, solitary not solitary that's a game um <laughs> solitary and then they basically they talk to god and one of them talks to god one of them talks to the other they're all about communication well, they start learning how to love each other well the solitaire is, uh... the solitaire thing you just mentioned actually <laughs> was a fight but the reason why they went into solitaire was because right. they got into a fight i guess that technically is a fight scene and this is yeah it was just really yeah. short and kind of insignificant it's, it's, it's very very short i don't know if there's too much to discuss mm-hmm. in there yeah well uh, they just did their like footwork with like some chain because they were chained to each other so it was kind of like oh interesting okay cool you're limited in kind of your distance and how you can kind of attack this person there's some repercussions and recoil from every action you take um but it was short not really worth talking about to be honest yeah yeah Yeah, there's just one cool moment where uh scott atkins like uh jumps up and like puts him like in the neck lock with his legs and then like kind of like brings him down Mm -hmm. to the ground and then they both just start pummeling each other Mm -hmm. but other than that yeah i don't know if i could say like there's too much to talk yeah yeah Yeah. again i'm still impressed because you know you anytime you have a non-martial artist uh, doing choreography but then again me might have gotten stunt double because there are certain scenes where you can't you can't see his face it's obscured because he's you know he's true uh, he's facing the floor and the camera's looking down so yes you're right it's not really worth talking about i I guess like all the real fights that you wanted you would even discuss are all in the ring so i guess we'll move on from here yeah and now we have Sorry, what are you saying? They ba- well, they basically, uh, they're in solitary. They kind of become buddy-buddy, and they start, uh, they finally get out of the solitary. Um, they start, you know, digging for rocks again. They kind of, like, do a little tug-and-pull kind of dance where they test each other. But they eventually kind of warm up, um, but they still get in their face, each other's faces once in a while. And uh, there's kind of a bonding experience, yeah. you know. It's it's a weird like I accept you moment, but I'm not gonna say it because I'm a dude <laughs> and I'm gonna <laughs> go with the typical approach, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. yeah. So they start training together a little bit, you know. We find some more stuff about like the background of like all of the uh, uh, the criminals or like the nuances of 
like how the tournament is laid out, some more Colombian uh, Kiltrow <laughs> stuff, and uh, eventually we kind of make our way back to the, next fight. Um, the, the ring. Best, <laughs> well, well, that's like forty minutes later, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. See, see, that was forty seconds of explanation for forty minutes. Oh my god, minutes, that's, that's so. a minute per second of explanation. You just did. <laughs> look. Well, at least it does bring us to finally uh, Scott Atkins versus. Uh, Let's yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yes. Uh, well, I'd love to talk about this, but like, if you were watching this movie and you checked out, like you, you really shouldn't because this fight is so, so easily the best fight in the entire movie. No offense to Marco at yeah. the end, because that's that fight scene still look, still pretty good. But I mean, it's Latif Crowder. It's like 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 how how can you beat that? And we have Scott Atkins also in his prime too. And there's just yeah. literally when the fight starts, and they're I guess like you know bump about to bump fists. Everything that leads up uh, that happens after that is just this one continuous take, this one continuous shot of them just doing crazy crazy choreography uninterrupted and it's yeah. like i think it yeah and it, it looks yeah, really all good. of it looks incredible like what how can we i can't even name all of them like we have we have we have a cartwheel we have a backflip we have a you know uh we a ponytail <laughs> yeah we have a ponytail yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, right so much uh, one of my favorite moments from this from the opening uh combinations mm-hmm. of this fight is it looks like scott atkins is trying to do like um like a spinning round mm-hmm. kick uh from uh, his back facing him and in order to uh i guess uh, negate that latif crowder just steps into it and kind of pushes right, him. right. i don't know uh, if you the, recall that back, moment right? it's such like a little little yeah it's such like a small moment but i thought that was like an interesting way to negate like uh, his kick by just literally pushing his body yeah. against it because he was so close it's anyway. the butt 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 bump i guess <laughs> oh yeah they 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 bump butts <laughs> uh yeah it's it's the it's the ponytail way <laughs> uh yeah like well, we, I, I don't even i can't like wrap my head around like how many flips there are in the entire fight uh because like we have mm-hmm. scott atkins throwing a webster to avoid a, a low sweep and then he immediately follows that up with his own spinning round kick or backside round i guess um man it it I, I don't know, like it just it's just so much to talk about and I, I feel like I'm just gushing for you know, like for the sake of gushing right now. Uh yeah, like I again it, it's funny because like Latif is so good in this fight that I wish there was just more of him and this is really yeah. it. Yeah, I kind I yeah, I kinda wish he was the big bad, uh, because he is the the most visually flashy. Um, but you know, obviously uh, he's not and uh, there, man, there's this like great move that he does where um, he catches uh, Scott. Uh, Scott Atkins is like throwing a like a hook, and he catches it like in his leg, and then he kind of he kind of flips backwards, causing Scott Atkins to flip with him, and then he gets him uh, on the ground. It I don't know if I'm describing <laughs> it right, but it looks it, it looks great because he he catches he ca- he basically catches a punch, and he it causes him to tumble to the ground, bringing Scott with him. And then he gets yeah, in the yeah. Well, Scott Atkins breaks out of that, and he delivers a very impressive series of moves, which is an A twist. Which, if you can't do a B twist, imagine doing that, but basically inverting your whole body. You're doing a B twist, trying to land that kick. 
he misses and immediately follows that up with a 540. My hips hurt just <laughs> describing that. <laughs> it, it, it's it's so crazy uh, and like uh, it, it's just like watching two. It's like watching like pro wrestling. It's like yes, it's impractical, but man, look at the stunt work. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Scott Atkins follows that immediately. Follows that up with a loser. A uh, loser being a Webster off of a uh, off of the corner, uh, corner of the ring. He jumps up and then he does a front flip with one leg, uh, and just to avoid a, a flip. What I would have done is gotten to the corner and then cried because I'm about to get kicked in the <laughs> kicked in my backside. <laughs> oh man! Um, it, it, I guess the plot significance of this fight because we're, we have to talk about the plot. Uh, is that it exposes Scott Atkins' weakness, which is his leg. And Marco Zor sees that and is trying to take advantage of that uh, in his really cheesy, villainous hideout up <laughs> in the in the nosebleeds. <laughs> the balcony. The balcony, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, I, I will say the one, the one letdown of this whole fight is how it ends. It just, it's just basically... Uh, Scott Atkins kind of like getting him in like an arm lock and like choking him out at the right. same time. And so he taps out of it and like, ah, uh, like that's, it, it like takes out all the steam of the fight for me yeah. almost. Like everything was great, but like to end it like that is just like a little disappointing for right, me personally. Right. I, I, true, true. I actually didn't mind that. Uh, there's something about that simplicity I liked. Uh, there's, I think I agree more with Will because um, there was one point, and if you've noticed throughout the other fights as well, one of the ways that you know the fight is over is that when you get kicked in the face and your mouth guard comes out. So oh, yeah. it's been kind of a <laughs> Oh, re- that happens every <laughs> single fight. Yeah, exactly. So you know when he gets hit, the mouth guard's out. It's like, okay, this is the finishing move. Like something's about to happen. He's either going to be right. falling on the ground and he's done, or there's going to be like one more set of moves and then that's that, it. That's a very good point. And that's exactly what happens. And you pretty much nailed it every time yeah. that happens. That's, yeah. That's kind of the signi- signifier. I, I, <laughs> yeah. And I kind of liked when he had him in that hold because they put just enough time in there where there's like maybe he'll get out maybe he'll keep going maybe this and there's like this kind of recognition of like no sometimes like the most exciting moment is kind of just a little bit like simple and you have this hold and you know that there's no way of getting out and he's defeated and he realizes that you see the recognition on his face and he's like all right i gotta tap out and there's like this kind of like uh acknowledgement brotherhood kind of moment when they like shake hands and all that shit so like yeah it's kind of nice yeah they i I mean i i mentioned it to you guys before like they didn't uh they didn't really uh pace out the fights properly definitely not absolutely not but you know like so mark you and mark yeah uh, and well i guess you you did too zero like when we're watching this uh this movie and there's that lull uh but between the fights you know like in the middle of the movie we're I, a part of us. We're kind of like checking out. I think you were checking out because you were sleepy. Um, but yeah. we're I, we're checking out, and all of a sudden the Latif fight starts, and we're like all of us just snapped awake. We're like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got so excited and hyped for it too. We were like, everybody just shut up. Nobody was talking. <laughs> we, there were just oohs and ahs. Like, Ooh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, yeah, the Latif fight. 
totally worth checking out. Last fight is with Marco Zoror. And I don't want to talk about the plot. One, because it would be a spoiler. And, you know, and I guess if you're going to watch the movie, you shouldn't want, you, we shouldn't talk about it. But um, also, it's like it's not really worth talking about. Like, we just had the final fight between Marco Zoror and Scott Atkins. Uh, this was uh, this is probably the longest one. Oh, wait. Well, yeah. it's the longest one because it has, like, a huge break in yeah, between. Yeah. This fight has an intermission. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sorry. I guess I forgot to mention the next quarry fight that happens, uh, which is the second one. Uh, it's short. It, it, it just establishes that a certain character gets away. Uh, well, it's, a, it's basically like a prison break scene. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really want to talk too yeah, much there's... about it. There's nothing too worth talk, mentioning here. Yeah, there's a few cool moves that Scott does. Like he he he's definitely kicking those prison guards. Like he picks one up, and when he throws them, he kicks <laughs> them all on the way down. It's like, oh, geez, fucking yeah. overkill. But yeah, I, I I would say like we don't really need to go into into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that one sidekick he throws at a prison guard, and I kind of liked uh, because it was <laughs> nice and high. <laughs> that's all i want to say about that, <laughs> that yeah, then that's, that's it right? yeah, yeah. There's, there's not there's not much right. to talk about i wish i wish they did more stuff with like that throughout one like in the middle of the movie so it would just break up the monotony of like explaining the story and so you wouldn't be drawn into the fact that we have a lot of bad acting in the movie too we didn't talk about that at all <laughs> And this is hard for me to say that because we have Robert Costanza in the movie. And if you grew up on <sighs> 80s movies, even 90s movies, you'll, you'll recognize him as like that Danny DeVito-ish actor. Like he, <laughs> he always plays him, you know, like if you're in voice acting too. Like if there was a Danny DeVito character, Robert Costanza is going to, mm. you know, do his character if, if Danny DeVito wasn't available. Um, and he was in Die Hard 2, for God's sakes. Uh, but here he is in this movie, which was fucking surprising. I'm like, oh, shit. But he's just surrounded by a lot of like really bad accents and you know subpar acting. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it's it's. I just move on with the story so we could just get on to the next fight scene. <laughs> and here we are at the final fight with Marco and Scott. Now, uh, I guess like Scott Atkins' knee is really starting to bother him, and you know, like he, now he's like starting to reach his limits. And I guess Marco, I mean, the whole point of this fight is to step, you know, for Marco to take advantage of Scott's weakness. Um, and, yeah. and, like, and he doesn't just, like, weaken it. He freaking demolishes that leg. He does, like, <laughs> three separate moves just to make sure, like, it, it's mm-hmm. over. And then he's hobbling. One, like, obviously, you see Boyko or Scott Atkins uh, screaming in pain and all of this. And then he like tries to fight and get up again, and he's just like limping around, and he's barely doing anything, and he keeps on getting like hit in the leg, and he keeps on going down, and it looks like it's almost over. And then uh, Mark does this freaking, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> just ending move where the blood splatter of it all, and then just like everything, like the slow yeah, on yeah. it, and the like just freaking propels him and then it's just like another beat down again and again and again and then like a clothesline v of the back of the the calf straight to the neck and just 
uh, it's it's brutal. Like you know, it's right, over. Right. And and then he starts dancing as if he's like having fun. Like this is nothing. Like I'm having a great time. Like well, that's his that's his character. <laughs> he's supposed to be like the you know te- taunting the other guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I don't know if you guys yeah. noticed it. I felt like Scott Atkins like had a completely different stance in this entire fight. Right. Like, he felt like he he was a, like. I mean, not that he didn't throw like all his crazy acrobatics like he normally does, but. Like starting out, he feels like he's more like an MMA stance, which is like more wide legged. You know, like mm-hmm. he, you know, you can't really throw, you can't jump as high when your legs are that wide. So he looks more grounded, and he looks like he's blocking, doing a lot more parries. Um, I, yeah. It was is weird because it felt like the most realist. Oh man, it feels really weird to say that about this movie. It feels the most grounded, right? Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, it, the the fight choreography here isn't as, like, flashy as, like, the prior fights. Like, it looks like there's a lot of really, really, really fast exchanges of blows yep. and blocks. And I think that's why I like this a lot is, is because, like, it, it, as you mentioned, it, it feels, like, a little more mm-hmm. realistic because right. of that. Like, it's not, it, it's, I don't want to say it's not cinematic. It's just, like, I like that they're throwing, like, a lot of combinations and then there's blocks to the combinations yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And we don't get so many people like flipping around and doing like fanciful. Right, type right. Of I mean, there's still choreography. I mean, like otherwise the movie would be a mess. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, you know, like oh, they're just <laughs> throwing punches and you know, like they're seeing who lands them. But yeah, uh, there's still you know impressive choreography here. But it does escalate as the mo- the fight goes on. It gets more. They get a little bit more fanciful with their foot, with their their their, their uh, acrobatics and such. But like starting out, I I thought it was like a you know a, a nice escalation of things. You know, like they're they're starting a little bit more realistic, a little bit more like on their feet and not jumping around so much. Um, and that's weird because uh, we have Marco Zorora and Scott Atkins who are you know they're they're pretty good with their flips and everything. So I thought this would be similar to Latif Crowder's fight, which is them just doing twists and 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 and, and aerials and such. Uh, but you know, like as the fight keeps going on, you see more and more of that. Like Scott Atkins, like does a side flip to avoid a a, a low kick. Again, he, he really likes doing that for some reason. <laughs> so I I don't know how effective that is in a fight, but okay. Um, but yeah, after this whole moment, you got this uh, beatdown going on, and basically it's finishing a move, and um, Scott Atkins gets thrown out of yep. the ring via s- kicked in the face, basically, um, and uh, gratuitous <laughs> blood splatter, saliva, etc., whatever. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, you got Mark kind of cheering for the crowd, and he's like, I won, yay! And then Scott Atkins is having this kind of existential crisis <laughs> or something, and he all of a sudden sees a mop, and he's like, I know that. That used to be my job. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that, I, I want to say... Oh my gosh! As much as I want to talk about the the, uh, the shit rag that he puts all over his, his bloodied-up knee... Which is totally not going to get infected. Glorious. Of course. Sepsis! <laughs> um, it's funny because uh, I want to point that out that um, earlier in the fight with Latif Crowder, uh, uh, Scott, Sean, Scott Atkins throws a phalong, <laughs> which is a hook kick, a jumping hook kick. And you immediately, like while you're in midair, you actually uh, uh, you, you chamber your, your, your other legs to, to do a round kick. So it's like hook kick, round kick. 
So like if the first leg hit misses, then the second one will will land. And that that actually works on Latif. So uh, Marco watches that fight and learns from uh, learns yeah. the, his repertoire, and you know that's how he gets the advantage over Scott, which is when Scott is about to do the Feilong, he he misses the the hook kick, and Marco grabs the round kick. And that's how it gets into it gets yeah. him into that submission. You, I like I like that they they slowed that moment down because uh, when, upon rewatching, you can see him anticipating yeah, yeah. the other leg, and then you see yeah. his hands like come up to to grab it. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. cool! I didn't and notice if, that the first time. If you don't notice the moves like that subtlety that you just pointed out, like nobody would right. notice, regardless of right. the slow mo, because that like viewing of it in the earlier fight yeah. is quick and it's well, how like can you... you think it's almost like just concentrating on the fact that like oh this character is here well, still you know like in somewhere in the well background. how would you miss it because but it's, it's how more would you than miss that. it you, you see well in that earlier fight you see like the camera just zooms like straight into marco's face it's like oh i, right, I see right. that move i just thought he wanted to do i thought he wanted to do a peekaboo you know like whatever <laughs> peekaboo i'm in the movie <laughs> Again, way creepier in Kill Trope. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you were saying before that once, um, well, once the leg is broken, or he, he breaks that leg again, uh, after grabbing that leg and putting him into a leg lock, uh, you know, like now Scott Atkins is a complete disadvantage because he's not even able to block any moves. And now Marco's just toying with him, just smacking him around, literally yeah. like throwing these really light jabs just to fuck with him. Uh, and then it he he, he no, yeah. he's trying to like get back into it like he's trying to like still throw some punches and he's trying to block and trying to get him but like after that slow-mo finishing move that you know like this guy's done it's all like attempts for like the next minute right. of him trying to like survive this fight until he basically gets kicked out yeah. of the ring and then he has this moment of like very quick self-reflection and like i'm a power up here for a moment via um (laughs) compression sock or whatever the hell you know like uh this is this is one of like the most baffling deus ex machina moments like what what's gonna save him yeah oh it was the mop the whole time his best friend from the beginning of the movie what literally literally saves what were you guys thinking when he he was like he's they did a ring out and you hear the referee doing the the counting which i thought was weird but apparently that's a real thing in in wrestling rules it's like you they count to either 10 or 10 or 20 and he was counting down and as Scott Scott Atkins like looked up because he was writhing in pain, he looked up and he saw the mop and like he had an epiphany. Yeah. But me as an audience member, yeah. I'm like, what are you gonna do with that mop? I don't I don't get it. Like yeah. I don't I don't get it. I, I was like, yeah. are you gonna make a splint? Like what are you gonna do? <laughs> I, I I legit thought he was gonna break the handle of the damn thing and use it as like two staffs to like just kick his ass but with, that like, that weapons. wouldn't be fair like <laughs> yeah it wouldn't would, it wouldn't would <laughs> it wouldn't however it would make the most sense <laughs> out of anything that yeah. happened uh, well, I, I, I would that. i would be booing the character if he did that like boo what a dick <laughs> what a fucking asshole <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know. And then I were like, what? What is he going to do with that? And then the next shot, when, yeah. when like, the referee's like, 
eight, nine. As soon as like nine, they say nine. That's when Scott Atkins puts the puts that thing over his his uh, knee. I'm like, he would have been disqualified. Like, I don't know how he can get back in the ring in one second after that. But he does. He gets back in there. Uh, and now he's he's capable uh. of actually putting weight on that leg again. Uh, and he's also impervious yeah. to punches to the face. <laughs> because I guess... To be... F- well... Yeah. To be fair, there yeah, I, there is some relief from like compression for the moment, but it wouldn't last. As soon as he threw that first kick, we'd be like, "Oh fuck, I, I, what I did was wrong." I shouldn't have done that. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's unfortunate that the mop is what powers him up because no, no, no. <laughs> Undisputed three, the power of mops. That's sort of been the subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well i i mean i guess that's that tourniquet that he that makeshift is he even tourniquet i guess like that makeshift no, that, that no. makeshift uh, no. uh knee brace that he makes himself yeah, yeah knee brace that, that yeah. knee brace that like, gives him the ability of the withstand like blows the head uh because like marco's like trying to smack him around and like now it's not working and you know uh it, it's weird because like i wasn't expecting scott to do- throw any more acrobatics because of this but he does yeah. Yeah. Uh, me be damned. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. And he uses that same knee, which really annoys the shit out of me. Like, he still does that, like, hobble or whatever to imply that yep. he's in pain, but he still uses it. And it's just like, dude, no. <laughs> like, at least use the other leg. Like, stop doing the Van Damme. Come on. <laughs> I've mentioned Van Damme like four times this episode. Uh, how many times have mentioned Street Fighter in this episode? <laughs> and Ipmon. <laughs> That's the theme of this whole podcast. Right uh, well, I guess as a just desserts, the way that Scott Atkins defeats Marco is by throwing. Well, I mean, he's he's expect he's now he's anticipating Marco's jumping round kick. So as retaliation, mm-hmm. Scott Atkins leaps into the air and he do he throws his knee in front to block the move, and then Marco's leg turns into a CGI jelly. <laughs> <laughs> just like superman's I love, mustache I love, I love that moment it, I, you were like oh come on i wasn't like oh come on i was more like what the uh, hell is that i definitely was like oh come on i i don't know no, i loved it because i like how it literally does turn into like a limp boner. it's just like, <laughs> It's just flopping in the wind. <laughs> it, 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 it's like I'm rewatching it right now. Like that motion blur is so like it doesn't match the scene at all. And like, ah, oh, this is this is yeah, I guess, I guess. You can't. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get mad at it for like shoddy. You know, low I can CG. because it's the yeah. only it's the <laughs> only point in the movie where there's any CG at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I do understand that. I wish I wish they just like made the shin explode oh, or yeah, something with yeah. blood. Like I would I would have been fine with that. <laughs> or just like, like a the, bone the... protruding out of the damn leg or something. Like that would have been more believable. Right. Like if you take a rate. if you pause on this moment where Marco falls to the ground in pain and you look at that quote unquote disfigured leg, like his leg his calf grows an extra foot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say it got longer. Well, I mean, maybe he dislocated the bone, (laughs) but the the skin's still intact. So it caused the skin and muscles to sag. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, that's how he defeats him. 
and then there's a little bit more story, but who cares? That is the movie. <laughs> that that is undisputed three. Um, man, we we talked the death of this movie. Uh, and it's funny because that's a great well, movie. <laughs> Well, <laughs> fight scene wise, actually, you know what? Screw it. Like everything, just because it's my kind of movie. Okay, okay. I, I'm very, very surprised to hear that. But I, I want to. Maybe we'll end. I know we 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 can't <laughs> no. coordinate. Like, no, no, what it's we fine. Like it's here. fine. For I'm some okay reason, with like opinions. I'll I'll actually end with you because I I prefer to end with something more positive. Uh, Zero, do you want to go first? Well, what are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, sure. Uh, I, we we probably we might have like. You and I will might have similar sentences. I might not have to talk. Uh, yeah, I, I saw this movie. <laughs> I said I might not even was have that, to talk. Will's in the middle finally. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, right, right. Yeah, I, I, so I saw this when it kind of, kind of around when it first came out, and I remember you know liking the martial arts, but I, I guess I just completely forgot the story. And then upon rewatching this, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's why I didn't really remember the story because I just could not could not get into this movie uh, for the plot. Uh, it, I think I, I think I'm in an agreement a little bit with you, Mark. Where like some of it is silly enough where it was enjoyable, but it it it, it didn't arise to the like so bad it's good for me where I I was thoroughly enjoying it right, all the way throughout. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, you I guess you can watch it, but <laughs> I, you don't really need to. It, I I, I kind of harp on this earlier. This does kind of follow the basic tournament style story, so. If you're not really into those types of movies, like you're not really missing much on this. Like it's pretty much kind of yeah. the same deal. Um, yeah, but fights fights are pretty good. Uh, my criticism with the fights and with uh, a lot of tournament fight movies is uh, there is the danger of it being too visually the same. Like we we're always in that mm. ring for a fight, and mm. if they don't make the choreography stand out enough then sometimes it's hard to differentiate mm. the fights. And when I was like trying to think about talking about this for the podcast, I was like, oh man, like some of these fights are blending together because the location is exactly the same. Um, not, not to take away from any of the choreography. It's just like visually, I, like, I, I have to rewatch it to like separate uh, the different movesets and like the different fighters because they're literally <laughs> just in that ring yeah. the whole time. Man, yeah, you, no, you would have no. hated Undisputed too because like that ring is even smaller. <laughs> it's like it's like barely boxing size regulation uh, regulation size um i i don't right yeah okay go ahead but yes oh so i was just gonna say yeah i i don't know if i could really recommend the movie uh you know if you really like scott atkins and you support him yeah definitely definitely watch it uh but uh, otherwise the fights are great uh yeah uh, mm-hmm. you can just watch okay. the fights i'll i could i will echo most of what you said uh i don't have to beat a dead horse the only counter points to that is i don't I personally didn't have a problem with the the visual staleness or whatever. Um, I, I I didn't mind that it was one fight. It, yes, it is a tournament fighter. Um, that is actually a, a detriment to the movie because the story is so bare bones to the point where it's it's kind of slow at times, and I didn't care for that supporting character at all. Uh, the one played by Michael Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Michael, damn it, I knew I was going to forget it. Michael Shannon Jenkins. Um, <laughs> I, I thought he was kind of, like, it was. It eventually became, like, his story, kind of. Like, it was, you know, that's where the subtitle comes in. Redemption. Um, uh, Scott Atkins' redemption right. comes in by helping this guy. Um, like, that story was didn't interest me in any way, shape, or form. So it's all about the tournament. 
and it's just an excuse to watch people fight, which is I'm all for. But but if we're talking about story, it's it's not worth it. Like yes, just go watch the fight scenes. Um, visually, I don't I didn't care. Like I th- thought they had enough variety in there, and I could always just I can always remember each fight scene just because like who's basically who's in the fight, right? So like I didn't have that mistake of thinking, oh mm-hmm. well, was it was this fight with Latif like with like Latif versus uh um i have like croatian dude or i forget if it's croatian if it's croatian or not uh was it him versus the croatian dude or was it him with the scott atkins i'm like well it's kind of obvious which one that is because the one with scott atkins is fucking awesome <laughs> like it's it's uh you know more distinctive in, in my head for some reason um yeah i i it's weird because it's i totally recommend watching the fights i don't recommend the movie and um it's weird for me to say that because i want to say this is like one of the best martial arts choreography in any movie i've ever seen um even to this day uh it's because you know just because of the athleticism there but it's still a weird recommend for me to say that because i I don't recommend the movie itself i you know if you can if you watch the fight scenes just that's all you need uh and last point i want to make uh again scott atkins said that you know this movie is it uh it's the best movies that you know he's ever he's ever made and i still think boyka the next one is even better so when we get to that we'll talk about that as well so uh yeah that's undisputed three and mark you can uh you can be the positive one here why did you love this movie and why are we wrong (laughs) not necessarily wrong ditto to both of your points and they're very accurate i think uh Anything and everything related to action is absolutely correct. Uh, as far as uh, I agree with with you, Will, more on the uh, plot points, I guess, in, in some regards. But um, no, you know, it's it, it's something about timing and kind of like it's such an interesting like setup where in this film where, like I was saying before, you have like that build up you have the fight scenes but you don't expect there to be four fight (laughs) scenes back to back to back to back like it's so in your face and you're like holy shit did that just happen so like during that next part where you have time to like focus not really focus on the plot you're like okay plot's happening but you're still kind of like reminiscing about the fact that like you just saw these amazing fights happen which are like the elimination rounds before you even get to the semifinals of this whole film. And then finally, when you do get to the semifinals, you're like, all right, I'm ready for it because there's too much plot going on. It's almost in a weird way, like, like slowly kind of manipulating your emotions to getting to that point where you're like, all right, I've just about had it. I need to see fights. And then in that moment, you're just like, oh shit, the fights are here. All right. Got to focus. Like, you know, so like, no, like I, that's such a cynical (laughs) way of viewing the movie. (laughs) I'm sorry, but that's why I enjoyed it so much because like that whole approach like i'm not saying the plot was good by far the plot was shit like being i, I wouldn't be that I, I wouldn't be that there extreme. were funny parts I, I wasn't interesting <laughs> no no 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't. So, like, Zero said it right. There were corny parts in, in many parts of the film. And then they kind of, like, lighthearted. Kind of like, okay, cool. Like, there's some bonding experience. There's a little bit of everything. But then, like, the real thing is, like, there's long enough of a pause throughout that whole thing where you're just like, okay, I can't wait for the next fight. When's it coming? When's it coming? The anticipation's <laughs> building. And then eventually you get to the fight. And then it's that epic fight between Brazil and Russia. And it's just like, holy shit. And, like, how are you going to top that, you know? Right. Um, I think kind of after watching that fight, it almost makes up for having like a 30 to 40 minute gap of plot um and once again some some moments were great within that plot just for like the corniness and the hilarity of it all and then you eventually get to the final fight and then you're just like oh we're, we're at the final fight it's so exciting and then you get like these wtf moments and you get um like uh like these two different characters like you guys said before where you expect like this bigger dude and scott atkins who's this like smaller injured kind of frail um, animal almost handicapped in a way <laughs> yeah like in comparison to mark who um or Marco, mark who um yeah <laughs> marco and um and then you have that fight and it's so like oh he's about to get defeated it's like a twist on everything because boyka or scott atkins has been pulling through tremendously throughout the whole film and um in more ways than one not only in fights but in like a kind of like a, an, an emotional like a mental journey and then eventually you get to that last fight and it's just like what the hell just happened because there's a mop on his leg sure so, okay. she's just <laughs> you, back there yeah is there yeah you, you know like that and i with the addition of uh staying at home and coronavirus times i think there's kind of some <laughs> influence here in my liking of this movie because this is probably like one of my most enjoyable oh my films that I've seen out of like, like, no, 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 not, not in my life. I'm saying like within the last week, it's probably the most enjoyable film that I've seen. So I think I'm a little biased okay, all right, in all, all right. of this. So don't take my opinion to heart. You know, completely. You know, like the entire time you're explaining that, like why you liked it, I was trying to think of an analogy of how you can justify uh, that 40 minute gap. <laughs> Like it's like well yeah like well I mean it's like it just builds that anticipation until you get to that fight scene but just really good it's like a release it's it's like I was like what is a good analogy for this it's like it's like waiting for like you it like it's like you don't believe in premarital sex but and you just get married and you can <laughs> finally let it happen so that waiting was really worth it. But was it really? <laughs> was it really worth waiting? <laughs> no, you know what? The fight scenes make it great. I mean, um, I'm I'm so glad I watched the whole film, regardless. <laughs> like, yes, I agree that if you just watch the fight scenes, and hopefully in the order that the film goes with the fight scenes, I think you should watch it mm -hmm. in that order as their yeah, um, sure. yeah i agree with that because they it well, does it does yeah, escalate. sure for sure yeah and then e e even if the last fight isn't technically an escalation as far as like the graph is concerned 
it's um it's definitely on point with kind of like the mood of all the fights throughout and kind of like the development of like the characters and shit so um would definitely watch the fights no complaints there um but if you want to just like watch a film that has a little bit of like some corniness and terrible uh moments in it that's gonna make you laugh yeah definitely watch the movie i mean it's why wouldn't you watch a movie that is known for having some of the best fight scenes and and like kind of enjoy the rest of it okay. while you're at All it right. well i'll we'll end on that positivity because i just compared this movie to sex so i don't think that's a good way <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> just masturbate guys 